Introducing Alchemy's Water, the ultimate all-in-one connected entertainment experience with voice-activated remote control. So to find your favorite shows, just ask. There's no separate cable box, modem, router, or streaming device. You'll get powerful all-in-one Wi-Fi with so, so, this is just Optum's version of, uh, like, Roku or some shit? I just saw it, I was like, oh. Altis One from Optum. You know how it is. They all got their own, you know, TV, um, alternatives because everybody's, you know, Cutting the cord. Mm-hmm. Ain't that what we about to do? Something about us doing. So what? 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 What are our alternatives? That's pretty much it. That's it. That's it. Either this or you said was at Roku. Well, if we're gonna do that, we gotta get a new TV. Well, I know that already. You already talked about that already. Yeah. I know you want your TV. I need a new TV. This TV. We need a new TV. I need a new TV. Whatever. I can't wait to get another TV so I could you could watch what you want to watch and I watch what I want to watch. And on that note, welcome. Um, I'm back here in the guest house with the missus once again. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? Shitty weather. All this damn rain. I really, really, really dislike the rain. Doesn't bother me that much. Yeah, yeah, you you with the rain though. You like that. You like walking in the rain and all that. It's relaxing. I'm not. I'm not with that. That don't do it for me. You know. That's okay. Um, but uh, how you doing? I'm alright. Just getting ready for next week working. Stuff like that. Yeah. Trying to watch the Olympics. Yo, so what is this push with you in the Winter Olympics, dog? I like, just love the Olympics. Do you know how to skate? No. So what? I do, but not ice skate, but like regular. When was the last time you put on some roller skates? No. It's been a minute. All right, so stop it. You can't roller skate. It don't matter. Stop. Just because I can't do it doesn't mean I like to watch it. But why, why, but why the Olympics? Like, what's the thing? Is I that like something that you and your mom used to like? Ever since I can remember, we always watch the Olympics. Y'all watch it together? Winter, yep. We watch it. And we get a little hype and... Screaming and all that stuff. And not to be a dick, it's not mm-hmm. the regular Olympics. It's it summer matter. and the winter. It doesn't okay. matter. We watch both of them. There's no such thing as regular Olympics. We watch both of them. Do you watch Later. the Paralympics? If I I want to, I want to start watching it. Okay. The hater. So, what's your favorite event for the Winter Olympics? What? Like a whole bunch. I like figure skating. Bobsledding. Bobsledding, I could bang with. Curling. Curling, we, I, that I could watch too. Watching them scrape that ice right before. That's from, what I'm saying. Um, I could fuck with that. I don't mind hockey, but it's probably not my one, number one thing. It was funny. Um, I talked about it before that, you know, watching hockey on TV, it don't do it for me. Like, it really doesn't. But when we went to that Dallas Stars game, we was in Dallas that time. That shit was exciting as hell. Like that, that shit was dope. I really, really, really like got into it. Even though we didn't stay for too long, but um, I really got into it. It was dope. Yeah, that dude, that dude up in there who was like maybe twice the size of me sitting in there. I still gotta tip my hat to that man because yeah, and 
I, we only stood in there maybe like what hour? A period. We were in there for a period. Yeah, even we were in there for a period. We were like, nope, gotta. Go. I can't do this. I'm not feeling this at all. But um, so you really gonna watch all these Winter Olympics? Yes. All right, I'll just set it up on the DVR for you. You gonna be watching it with me? That I can't. Well, certain events, yeah, I'll watch with you. Like the curling, I'll watch with you. I know you want to watch the speed skating. I'm just not. That's not my thing. Like, why not? It's exciting. <sighs> not particularly. All right. So I think you should just watch it and give it a shot. Just watch Bob sledding watch, definitely. Bob sledding definitely. Watch the Olympics with me this year and just give it a shot. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. But um, besides that, you know, I know you've listened to our last past bunch of shows, and it seems like every week. Damn near like every other day, it's um more like sexual misconduct allegation. I was waiting for us to have this talk. And you know when we talked about it, when me and Sarge spoke on it, you know it's pretty much from our perspective, but we've yet to really discuss it and speak on it. So like when you see and when you hear. All these things going on, the frequency, like what goes through your head? Like, as a woman, what do you think? There's some nasty niggas out here. <laughs> but, I mean, things like this unfortunately happen every day, and nothing has ever been done to try to stop it. So, you know, it's like, it's like other cases in the past, like once one case comes out, the floodgates open. Right, but it seems like. A lot of stuff is being, I guess, lumped in with the whole sexual misconduct, sexual, you know, um, wrongdoing going on that, you know, we even said, where, where do you draw the line? So, like, as a woman, where where is that line for you? Well, first of all, I, I'm speaking for myself. Um no, you represent all women right no, now. No, no, You're I the don't. only woman on planet no, Earth right now. I don't. I represent myself. I speak for every woman, nope. woman on planet Earth right now. No, I do not. Because each Everyone. woman, each woman, just like each man is different, and their opinions are their opinions. You're so, every woman. Go no, on. I'm not. So, for me, anyone trying to get you to do something that you don't want to do or don't feel comfortable with doing, that's crossing the line. Mm-hmm. So, let's say... You're at a date or something and, you know, you're you're trying to leave, but they're trying to block you and stop you from leaving or they're trying to force you to kiss them or something like that. Like, no, that's crossing the line for me. Okay, so perfect. So we can revisit the whole Aziz situation. So you pretty much know how that played out. Like I sent you the the article and stuff like that. Yes, I did. Now. In that, she pretty much said she gave him non-verbal cues that she didn't want to do anything. However, she sucked his dick and was kissing on him. So, if you were in that situation with her, starting from the very beginning, what, how would you have carried yourself in that whole situation? What would you have done if you were in her position? Well... If I was in a situation and I didn't feel comfortable, I would leave. Okay. Would you go out to dinner with him 
and then go right back to his crib? Um, and now we're if, if, if I felt like that's what I wanted to do, or yeah, I would have, but I would also know, like, to know, like, okay, if I don't feel comfortable in a situation, I'm leaving. Right. So pretty much what I'm asking is, is if you would have went back to his house, would the thought of it going down crept into your head while you was at dinner? Like, if I go back to his house... It's a possibility. Right. It's a possibility. Okay. But I'm not here to judge. Okay. But what I'm saying is, too, is if you you know that's a possibility, right? Mm-hmm. That would obviously mean you would, for the most part, be down with it because you're going back to the place, right? Because if you thought in your head for a split second... This is going to go down, and I do not want to do this at all. Why would you go back to his place? Well, if I felt like th- I feel like this is about to go down, I don't want to do this. I wouldn't have went. Okay. I would have maybe tried to go somewhere else. Like we're going to a restaurant or go another place outside in public to do something else. Right? But that's just me. Okay. So now, okay. So now, let's say. You did what this chick did, and you went back to the crib, and things started getting a little spicy and dicey for you. You know, he started eating the box. You find out you got your, his dick in your mouth. There's no you find out. I'm just saying, you know, oh, wait, what happened? His dick's all in my throat. How did that, how did that happen? Where did that come from? You know, at that point, if you're willing to do that, would you say that you're on board to you know, complete the deed? Or would you still be in that moment, oh, I don't, oh, I don't know. It would depend how I felt the situation. It would depend how I felt. Well, obviously, I'm down for doing something if you're letting him eat the box. Mm-hmm. Then we already know we're at that level. Mm-hmm. So that if he ate the box and you blessed him, then if you wanted to escalate further, then yeah. But if you don't, I wouldn't have let even get to that situation. Mm-hmm. But that is me. Mm-hmm. There's probably so many other cases where, minus you know, minus from this one, that a woman may have felt pressured or been saying like, "Oh, trying to leave," and they're kind of like standing against the door, pulling them back. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like one as a as a society, we can't. Sad to say this is happening all the time. We can't lump all of them together. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out the situation. But there's plenty of times that I can imagine that women have to deal with issues like this. Other people, I mean, men being aggressive towards them in their just everyday life. You mm-hmm. know, the cases of you're walking down the street, guys try to talk to you. You're not being... You're not being a dick. You're just like, oh, no, thank you. Then you get called a bitch or they start to follow. They start to grab your hand. And then when you walk away, try to grab your ass and all that other stuff. You're just trying to get from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. You know? And how often does that happen to you? As of late? No, not that that much. I just walk around with headphones on so I don't hear when stuff's being said to me. But I try to keep it more upbeat not to be like oh well fuck you or something like that because mm-hmm. you never know what the other person is going to do right so i kind of if someone tries to talk to me 
And I'd just be like, no, it's okay, thank you, or oh, can I holler at you for a second? No, I'm good, have a good day, to try to keep it light, because you never know. I have had cases where I don't say anything, and I get called a bitch, and fuck you, and all this other stuff, when mm-hmm. I'm just minding my business. Right. You know, there's there's no need for that. That's them, that's them thirsty-ass niggas that do that fuck shit. But sad to say, in our society, you would think there'd be these thirsty-ass people on the street, but now it's these thirsty-ass people at your job. No, these thirsty I mean, people in corporate, thirsty I mean, people in politics. Just because I say you're thirsty don't mean you can't hold down a full-time job. But, you're just a thirsty nigga by nature. No, I mean the environment that oh. you're in. So yeah. let's say you respect that on the street or in a club. Or anything like that. Not when you're at work. Mm-hmm. You know, like not when you're, you know, you're at work. All these other places where you're supposed to be professional. Mm-hmm. That these things are still happening, which is ridiculous to me. You know but I mean? but it it does work both ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, please explain. I mean, it works both ways in the sense that just like how you'll be at work, and you know, a dude might try to you know, push those boundaries and make you feel uncomfortable. You know, women bosses do the same thing. Oh, yes. I'm not saying it's you know? just men against women. It's it any way you put it, whether it's, wrong it's a way. woman that's feeling uncomfortable or a man feeling uncomfortable, it's wrong either way. It's the, you know, how society is. If a woman does one thing, it's a certain thing. If this happened to a man, he'd probably get called a bitch. Like, oh, word, go, go take that. She wants to give it to you, go take that. And, and a real nigga would. No, a real would. Nigga real wouldn't. Nigga would. Oh, God. Take it down to Chinatown. No, son. Okay. But um, but no, that's what we were saying um before. Like, you know, um, it's a double standard. You know. Sad. It's. I mean. Two thousand eighteen. In life, there's so many different double standards, which are ridiculous, but they do exist. But you know, it's it's one of them deals where like I wanted to hear how you felt on it because you know. It's one thing to hear guys talk about it, because we did mention, you know, the lack of communication, you know. But I can understand from your standpoint that it don't even matter about the communication. It just be thirsty, aggressive, uncalled for motherfuckers out there doing things that it don't matter what you say, whether you say no or you walk away or you ignore them or whatever the case may be they still will pursue you. Or just, ma- ma- okay, picture yourself at a job. I'm going to say the the male is the boss because in most, most cases, sad to say, that is, but hopefully that changes soon. <clears throat> yeah, clear your throat. <clears> throat> um, if, you're, if a woman's trying to, you know, she has her job, she needs this job, and the boss is pressing up on her, and she's trying to say, you know, back away, no, I don't want to do this, then the boss threatens her, or like, either you do this or you don't have a job, then what happens? You know? This should never happen in our world, but it does. So then now it's get, now this person has to think, well, I could say F you and mm-hmm. then lose my job and in this market that can't happen. Mm-hmm. Or sleep with him, even though I don't want to, I'm like, it's, it's against everything that I believe in. Then, need that job. then what do you do? You need a job. You may have to support a family, whatever the case may be. But then what happens? Right. That's the problem. So it's unfortunately it's not as cut dry or it's not black and white. I've said it before. This world is made up of nothing but gray. It's it's sad to it's say. It's all gray. It's all gray. I just think that 
with this situation, like so many other things that's happening in this world, like there needs to be better communication. Like, and it shouldn't just be like, oh, it's okay. That's just what happens. Like, no, you know, start, start teaching your kids from a young age. Like, no, you don't do things like that. You know? Right. Right. But you know, and you know, a lot of times, you know, that's why like, you know, we've talked about it before where you, you know, you can hold parents in, uh, in, in certain regard, but to a certain extent in the sense that they can't, you can't stop kids from everything, you know? And a lot of times, especially when we're growing up, a lot of stuff you learn and you pick up from, from the people you're around at school, your friends on the block and stuff like that. Sad to say, because now with you know parents both parents having to work and grind and you know put in 50 hour work weeks 60 hour work weeks each it kind of makes it difficult for you know you as a parent to be there for your kids in their you know formative years like not just you know when they're babies that's that's important but you're really shaped into the person you are when you're entering you know, to me at least, when you're entering, you know, your your teens, and that that period of time from between when you're like twelve to like, you know, seventeen, that little five year window really makes up who you are going to be for the most part. You know, mm-hmm. certain things change, and as we get older, we do evolve. Birth both, you know, personally and uh, emotionally. But at the same time, you know, um, most of that person that you become is in that time frame. So, oh man, she's not in a penalty box. <laughs> so, um, you know, it kind of—I can't put it all on parents. Oh no, never you know? that. No, no. Because some motherfuckers are just crazy. I just think people, when something like this happens and it comes to light, people need to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Like, if it gets found out that you did something that's inappropriate, you you forced a girl or you forced a guy to do something that they didn't want to do against their will, you need to be punished for it. Mm-hmm. Or if you covered it up. Or if you covered it up or things like that, you need to be punished for it. Sad to say, I mean, people need to learn about yes, it. Yes, I mean, like we said, it was, it was, it was um, like Sarge wrote it up, that I believe he said that, you know, Harvey Weinstein had it written into his contract that he couldn't get... Uh, fired or some shit concerning, you know, sexual misconduct, sexual harassment. How do you how do you write in something like that into a contract? And this is the environment that it keep it breathes. It all enables it, it enables takes, it. It takes. They say only takes one person to stand up, but to someone powerful, it takes sad to say a number of people. Which may be why we're hearing all these different cases coming out now. Because maybe one woman or one man had enough strength to stand up and say something that it gives other people more courage to say what happened in their situation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, things happened years ago, but we should never we should never blame, you know, the reason why they took so long because it's traumatic for them. No, I hear you. I hear you. You know, but it kind of also, you know, leads me to 
to think like, why now? Why is it that now? It seems like to me, for me, that it's like the in vogue thing, you know, like, you know, stuff that happened to you 15, 20 years ago. Now you want to talk about it. But you may also think maybe that person did try talking about about it back then and no one listened to them. So they may they, the mindset may be, well, if this person's a powerful person, they're not going to believe me. Who am I? So then maybe something triggers it. And then when more people start to come out and more people start to come out, then sad to say, then people want to listen. But see, the bullshit I'm talking about is the fact that you'll sit there and say, yeah, you kept it to yourself that this man did this, but you continued to work with said man repeatedly. And even if he supposedly did whatever he did to you, you continue to work with him. But now all of a sudden, because one or two people came out, now you want to get in line and, 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 you know, toot your horn with the rest of them, even though you pretty much built your career and had a livelihood working with this person? Well, honestly, the way I feel is I can't judge because I'm not in that situation. And if I was in that situation, I don't know what I would do. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I've never been put in a situation like that. Or anyone I know have been put in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I can think that, but then who am I to say those things? I've never been put in that situation. I've never been forced to do something that I may not necessarily want to do or held against my will or drugged or god forbid raped Mm -hmm. you know so who am i to say i don't know what that person's going through i don't know what that person dealt with in their life so i can't i can't speak on it all i can do is for people who've been through it is support them any way that you can so you know, I guess I think we're never you're never going to know the true story. Sad to say it's going to either be he said, she said, or he said, he said, or she said, she said, we don't we're never you're never going to know the story of what happened. But I think we as a society, as a people need to start communicating about things like that. And then when these cases do come up that it happens, it needs to be investigated and needs to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Case in point, sad to say, some people who do accuse others and it's false hurt the people who are actually victims. But that's something that we just have to figure out. I feel like every case or anything needs to be properly investigated. Don't just brush it under the rug. But like I said, that's my opinion. So then what should happen to those that do make up the stuff? They should be held accountable too. And what would you think would be in accordance with something like that? That, you know, you sit there and you um, make up these allegations, whether it's to get back at somebody or to gain custody of kids or... It, they need to be accountable. I don't know what the penalty will be. Well, if you was judge and jury... To, I, I don't want that job. What would you do? I would I would do to them what their allegations could have done to the person. I would strip them. Well, it's not it's not it's not it's not the judge and jury's uh, place to do that. It's the people that employ these people 
who endorse these people, who do these things to put these people in a position to earn and to have a voice. You need to take that voice away from them. Because if they're not willing to use their voice in the right manner and at a moment's notice can try to decide to want to fuck somebody shit up, they shouldn't have that power anymore. Just like if you're a, if you're the president of a company or you're the, you know, the CEO of something, you know, you shouldn't be able to have that voice anymore if you can wield your position of power or your status to belittle somebody else. Works for me. I mean, it sounds good. But, but um, like you said, shade of gray. Yeah, but I mean, some shit is some shit is gray. Some shit is just dead wrong. You of know course. what I mean? Like yeah, it is gray, but then it's just dead wrong. Like of course. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't, um, I can't condone something like that. Just like I can't condone women being forced to do stuff or men being forced to do stuff, but I can't condone somebody who would make up a story like that when people have to suffer through that shit every day. Of course. You know, that's, that's just uncalled for, you know. I feel the same way. Yeah. But, um. It's just a tough situation, a tough, tough topic. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so we just got this Netflix. <laughs> yeah, we are way behind. <laughs> way behind. But that was, but, but, you know, I guess we finally got it because, you know, we sit there, we think about um, what we're going to do. Because, like we said in the beginning, it's about time to cut the cord. Fucking Fios is ridiculously expensive. And you know what's crazy expensive our bill is? It's nowhere as bad as some other people's bill. I know, I've heard. It's, and it's crazy. It's crazy. People spend more on, on cable than they do utilities, which is... It's crazy. Ridiculous, you know? And and my thing is, is that we just need to... To, uh... Let's try to figure out what we're going to do. Right. Yeah. Right. But, um... But the reason why I bring that up is because it leads me into the next thing that I wanted to speak on, because like you said, we talk about Shades of Grey and we were discussing it while we were watching it. But one of the shows that we watched and we went through was Friends from College, which is a pretty good show on there. It is. is. I give it that. And it made me think about a topic that, you know, for most people is very black and white. But the show discusses what I tend to see is that huge shade of gray that is within that topic. And that topic is infidelity, you know, mm. and um, pretty much it, you know, the show is centered around a pretty much uh, a 20 year long, you know, side piece arrangement uh <laughs> Between <laughs> side piece side arrangement. arrangement between um a couple friends in a group. So at one point, you know, at the end, they're all friends, you know, and at one point in the end, you know, the uh, the husband wanted to come clean, you know, mm-hmm. like they like Jeru, you know, and um, but. The, the wife 
uh, the friend that he was smashing, because they're both married to other people, she was like, no, don't do that, because you're not going to just blow up your life. You're going to blow up mine and, you know, my family, you know, my kids and everything. And what I wanted to ask you, in that situation, what do you think he should have done? Do you think he should have just kept it to himself? Or do you think he should have told his wife that he was fucking their friend and it had been going on all this time? Well, he should have never did it. That's one. Well, could we not? We, we're past that. Okay. We're past that. Um, that's that's another great situation. area that we can discuss too, but we'll do that another time. But go ahead. That's a very tough situation. I mean, part of me would say, tell him, but then at the same time, you're going to, well, your life is destroyed, but then the other person's life is destroyed, Mm -hmm. but it's not fair to the, the spouse that you've been cheating on for the past, what, about 20 years. It's something like that. Something like that. I just don't understand is in my head, how can you sit there and cheat on someone for 20 years and then claim that you love them? Well, in all fairness, remember, um, dude said, I think she said it, that it had been going on from before they were both married, like when they were just in school and pretty much, I guess then it was just a physical thing. But I guess if you carry on something for a couple decades, it has no choice but to, you know, cross over to an emotional thing as well. The thing about it that I feel is, though, if you're cheating on your spouse with somebody else for this long, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you just end it? Because obviously your marriage isn't as important for you to stop yourself from cheating. Mm-hmm. Like, if it meant that much to you, you would say, you know what, I even though I love my, my side piece and all this other stuff, I'm putting my life... My family. My family everything in jeopardy so let me stop doing that even if it hurts you 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 have to do that if you cared enough Mm -hmm. or if it meant enough to you to lose your family Mm -hmm. but i'm not in that situation but it's not that's not it i mean my thing is what i'm saying is if you were there like if you were him what would you have done in that moment, when you felt like this is it, I, you know, I can't do this no more. Now, granted, and at that point in time when he decided he wanted to tell, they cut it off. They wasn't doing it no more. They stepped away from each other. They left it alone. But then I guess he got, he thought he got found out. So I guess he thought, hey, I want to jump ahead of this. Let me fall on my sword. No, let me jump ahead of this because if she knows, at least let me tell her first. So at least it could look at least somewhat better than if she just came and accused me. In that instance, you know, is it really you looking out for the person you're with or is it just to cover your own ass? Because to me, it seems like you're doing something like that to make yourself feel better, to clear your conscience, not because it's the right thing to do. That's a good Because point. if it was the right thing to do, you wouldn't be doing it from jump. That's true. I never thought about it in that way. Um, what would you have done? Well, me personally, if I if we starting from the beginning where we're doing all that and stuff like that, and then even if while obviously we're still carrying on when I'm dating this other girl, 
even before we get engaged and get married and all that shit, at least I would have did was, you know, maybe it would have carried on a little bit longer, but then at some point very early on, either before the wedding or just right after the wedding, I got to cut it off. Like I got to dead this and end it because how can I give this new relationship a real chance, a real go, if I'm still holding on to what I have in the past, you know? Mm-hmm. Then factor in, she gets with somebody, you know? Like a one-night stand. No, no, no. What I'm saying is she, no, no, I'm saying she got with somebody and got married and decided to have a family, right? Mm-hmm. When that's coming into the equation, at that point, that would be the even latest. Even if I continued it when I was first, when, when we were early when we were unmarried, the minute she's telling me she's getting married to another guy, that's when it's like, okay, I, you know, now this is really too much now. This is ridiculous. It's time to move on and, and not even continue this because at the end of the day, it's getting more and more complicated. I mean, we saw what they had to go through to make it happen. And we saw a lot of the dumb shit they were doing. How many times did they almost get caught? How many times did they get caught? You know? I just feel like it shouldn't have just never happened from jump. Yeah, but you know, but that's what I'm talking about. It's that that gray area. You know what I mean? I just feel as though if you are with someone and you're cheating on that person with somebody else for so long, wouldn't it make just sense for the two people just to be together? Right. To me, that would make the most sense right. because you're risking everything to right. be with this as you side piece. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you just be with that person? No, correct. But that's what I'm saying. It was great because I'm pretty sure when it was going down, they were in a different station of life where they weren't thinking that far into the future. They were just kids. They were having fun. It was wild and crazy. But then you get kind of get comfortable in that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you think, you, you start to try to rationalize and you say shit like, well, I mean, yeah, but in all fairness, you know, we were doing this before, you know, we, you know, I was with this girl or you were with that guy. So what's so wrong in it? You know what I mean? But like I said, once you start bringing other people into it, that are your significant others and stuff like that, at a certain point, you have to turn it off. But then when I talk the gray area, I mean, but if there's real true emotions attached to that, where it's just not a physical thing, that makes it a thousand times harder to just walk away. Because we saw when the when the chick, because the chick was the one that cut it off. And she pretty much said, I have to stop this because I'm in love with you. And you saw how mm-hmm. difficult that was. You know, it's not it's not that easy. You know? You're fucked even way. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. But you try to sit there and tell me all the time you can't help who you... You can't help who you love. But that doesn't but, mean take other people down in that path. Yeah, well, some people only care about themselves. Exactly, and I understand that. But be that selfish person on your own. Well, you know, it's it's easier said than done, right? I guess. You know? Um, it's just that it was just weird just, 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 um, just seeing how that whole thing went on. And initially I even asked myself, how the fuck does a 20 year side arrangement go on? 
That's what I don't understand. At what point? Just be with that person. You've been having an affair with someone for 20 years. Clearly, your marriage or whatever doesn't mean that much. Just have a divorce. Yeah, it's going to hurt. But you're hurting that person already. They just don't know it. I guess so. I mean, it goes back to the whole thought that, you know, just because you love somebody doesn't mean y'all should be together type deal. And I completely understand that. You can love someone. They just may not be that right person for you. That's why I've told you a bunch of times that love is just another four-letter word at the end of the day. To me, it means a lot. But there's more that you have to do with it. Like, if you're in a relationship, love, just love won't keep you going. Like I told you, it sounds all good, but my thing is that at the end of the day, when you're in a really long-term relationship, you need more than love to be together, to stay together. You need a whole lot more than love to carry the day. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, that honeymoon period does fade. It does go. Mm-hmm. And what do you have left? You know what I mean? Yeah. Another thing, love ain't going to pay the bills. Love ain't going to make you secure. Love's not going to take care of you. Love might give you that nice little warm, fuzzy feeling when you want to be sentimental and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you need a whole lot more than love for a relationship to work and stand the test of time. You need love and understanding. There's a lot. Love, understanding, trust. Loyalty. Devotion. You know, um, obedience. Communication. Obedience. Say it again. Obedience. What are you trying to say? Obey. Obey who? Me. Fuck out of here. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, all right. Honor and obey. That's what it says. Uh, I'm just who, saying. I'm just telling who. you what, what, what was said. How many weddings we been to and we heard those words mentioned? That goes both ways. Yeah, but he was really talking to no. the woman. No. No. I'm just telling yeah, you. Yeah, all right. I saw the reverend's eyes. I don't eyes. give a shit. Nope. Focused on the woman. Nope. Honor and obey. Nope, it goes both ways. On and obey. Both ways. But, you know, um, so, you know, it, it always kills me because, you know, you always hear, you know, we both have friends that, you know, friends and acquaintances that do stupid shit behind love. They do craziness behind love. And it's like, you sit there and you think to yourself and you're like, listen, I know, I know you really care for this person. You know what I mean? But... Don't you deserve to be happy? Look, we've all been there. I'm not going to try to sit there and seem like I'm high and mighty. Speaking for myself, I've done dumb shit for love. But you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully those life experiences, pain and all that stuff, mm-hmm. makes you a better person so you can... Supposed to make you so a better you can, partner. To, so you can understand what how you should be treated or how you should treat others. And, you know, and you also, like I said, even though it might sound like hypocritical to say, you know, you deserve to be happy and not to think of only yourself. It's not about thinking only of yourself. But if when you go to sleep and you're unhappy or, you know, you cry yourself to sleep or. It's not fun. It's not. It's like how how is that healthy? 
In what world is that okay? Well, also, if... If I'm always having shouting matches with you in public, you know what I mean? Is that really healthy? No. You know what I mean? That's why I got out of past relationships, because I, I wasn't trying to deal with that for the rest of my goddamn life. In no way, shape, or form is that healthy and should be everyday life. And if anybody says otherwise, they're a fucking liar. Nobody wants to deal with that shit on a daily basis, and nobody should. If that's what you want, then you don't want to be happy. You just want somebody to spar with. That's all that is. Well, if you're, if you, every person, like you said, deserves to be happy. But if you're with someone, seeing that other person happy makes you happy. So you guys want to be happy together. That may sound like some... Some Hallmark card shit. Exactly. But it's true. It's true. When you feel like you found that person. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I can come home and deal with all my BS from my life, but when I come home, I'm happy because you're here. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. We're not perfect. We don't. Well, nothing's oh, we perfect. We all have our issues. Nothing's perfect, no. But see, like, what, what my point was trying to say is that it's more than just love that that I can say that we have because love isn't enough. The reason why is because we each had love for people that we were with before. Are we with them people anymore? Yep. So, obviously, love was not enough. You know? But it, you know, it just makes you think. Burger look mad good. Them onions look kind of big. Yeah, disgusting. Shit kind of gross, fam. No onions over here. We don't fuck with that shit on this side. Mm -mm. Sorry, but... (laughs) You know, it just makes you think and wonder, you know, if you had to rank the importance of things in a relationship, you know, what would be the order of things that you would want or that you would look for? I can't put that in order. No, what I mean is, is that what when you sit down and you think like, do you want somebody that's sharing and caring do you want a, a really good listener? You want all those things. Yeah, but the thing about it is, is I, me personally, I want somebody that can be honest with me. And when I mean honest, I mean like, you know, don't sugarcoat shit. Brutally honest. Yes, I need that because that's the way I'm going to be with you. But some people may not be able to handle that. And that's why, like I said, I'm not with those people anymore. Oh. <laughs> You want someone who's honest, you want someone who's trustworthy, who's loyal, who's understanding, who's caring, who's a good listener but can communicate. You you want some you want someone that you connect with so well that you can look at them and they cannot understand what situation. But that also comes with time. But like you said, you want someone who's honest, but you want someone who's brutally honest. Very blunt. Just keep it a hundred with me. That's all I ask. Certain people may not be able to handle that. No, I know that. That's why those people that's hate me. Hate and that's cool. Hates are strong. Oh no, they do hate me. They hate me. But then the thing about it is it's like there's a time and a place for that. You know? Yeah, but sometimes it's about but you those... can be honest, but you don't have to be so brutally honest at that moment. Yeah, but the people that I'm talking about that hate me are those people that they just want yes, yes men around them. Oh, no, we don't want to that. To make them feel good, to appease them, to placate them. I'm not doing that shit. I'm sorry. 
You're just somebody's bitch. That's what no, I just, and that's not that's not what a friendship with me is going to entail. Like if we cool as we tight, we're going to keep it a hundred with each other, and that's the way it's got to be. And the minute it's not like that, then we not cool no more. But you don't got to be nasty. Isn't the, but there's the, there's the, but listen, if somebody's truly your friend. Whatever they may say, whether you like it or not, you're going to know it's coming from a good place. Yes, of course. So that's why I said when you when you when you mention oh being brutally honest, even though I'm being brutally honest, you know it's coming from a good place. So how can you knock that? How can you be upset at that? Because at that moment, you don't have to be that brutally honest at that moment. If if someone comes to you, if a friend comes to you and this is a situation and they're they're upset, they're crying, they're angry, they're all this other stuff, telling them like, we well, you know you should have did this. Yes, there's a time and place to do that, but at that right moment, it doesn't need to get said. At that moment, in that way. Some people just need you need a um let me listen to what you have to say. I understand get their get their feelings out how they feel and then later on when they're calm then you can say listen you know you just was fucked up and all those things but you don't you don't always have to be so brutally honest at every moment my opinion and you're a woman I, I what does that have to do with it you expect that you know you i expect want, what you want the honesty but when you want it that's what you're saying. Don't turn that into a woman thing. You okay? You just said you don't speak thing. for one. Correct. So for you, you want the honesty when you want it. No, I didn't. No, I want I want someone to be honest with me. But at times, you don't have to be brutally honest with a person. That that nastiness. You don't See, need I that. I just told you, it's not if you if you say I'm your friend, right? And we really that cool, that close, that like we're family. And if I tell you something, you know it's not nastiness. You know it's coming from a good place. You know that I have your best intentions at heart. So why would you think for a second it's nastiness? It might not be what you want to hear, but it might be what you need to hear. I think it's just more of how you say it. Um. Yeah, I, I guess that is a big thing. But at a certain point, that goes back to knowing how you know reading the room and knowing the situation when you say brutally honest you make it seem like i'm gonna be flying off the handle going crazy no. but i might just say what you need to hear in that moment and maybe you might not care for my colorful language that i might use in said dissemination of truth but that doesn't change the message yeah i just think each you have to know each person how to speak to people that's the problem I'm not saying you i'm saying in general there's a there's a way to say certain things. Mm-hmm. I say that work all the time. Thousand percent. You 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 can say something, not sugarcoat it, but you can say in a way that you know that person needs at that moment. I don't know if you want to say that's the female in me, that's the nurturing in me. No, no, no. The one thing but, I will agree, I will agree, Mama, is that um, at the end of the day, you do definitely have to know how to talk to people. I say it at work all the time. You know, it's not about what you say, it's how you say it. But my thing is, is that, especially when I'm dealing with friends and loved ones, not even friends, because I don't have friends, I just have family. It kind of gets to the point where it's like, whenever I'm saying it, and you know that that's the way I talk, it's not about, it's not like I've talked one way and then I turn into something else. 
You know what I mean? I am who I am from beginning to end. So if I'm saying something to you at this point, it's the same way I would say it to you at another point. So like I said, even though you might be upset or you might be down in the dumps or feel a certain way, you know I'm not going to come to pee unless I want the real. Like I want honesty. You know what I mean? I want that bluntness because that's what I need to hear. You're not going to, they're going to come to you for the, oh, are you okay? Oh are you sure you're going to be all right? I'm like I'm a bitch. Well. Wow. But, but what I'm saying okay. is, but what I'm saying is, is that out of the two of us, if somebody's looking for that kind of nurturing in that moment, who they going to come to, me or you? Me, because I'm the nurturer. Right. I actually now, care. if they want, so I don't care. All right, cool. You got it. You got it. So, but yeah, if they want. Well, okay. I'm honest, but I just say it in a different way as what you would say. That's how I feel. That's all. You're, you're, you, you're, you may not be the person that someone wants to go to and have, they'll hold and cry it out and stuff yeah, like that. But sometimes somebody needs that. It's case in point. Sometimes someone needs a person to, like, when you communicate with someone, you sometimes don't even have to say anything. Sometimes you just need to sit there and listen to them. So if you sit there and listen to someone drink bitch wine. and moan, drink wine and dish. Wear Angela Bassett pants. Fuck you. Sometimes that's what that person needs. Mm-hmm. They just need someone to sit there and listen to them. Mm-hmm. because maybe they feel no one's listening to them. They feel like no one understands them. So they just need someone to sit there and listen to them. Sometimes people need to sit there and say, what should I do? And they want you to tell them everything. That's when I come into the room. I can do that too. I... But, oh, I don't? Okay, continue. Uh, continue, continue. Uh, continue, okay. continue. It's just the way you say things to people at different points. Sometimes you could be like, yeah, man, fuck that bitch. She ain't shit. Other times you'd be like, yeah, you know, I understand. She's a dick. And hug them and figure that stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you got to read the room. Right. And on that, I think we should bring this to a close so we can hug this one out and I'm have good. our kumbaya moment. I'm good. You can you stay know. over there. I'm good. But, um, Mom, I want to thank you again for coming on. Give it a nice little balance and levity to the show. You're welcome. Um, You think we'll be able to do this again soon? Sure. Well, to those of you who have listened, thank you so much. If you made it this far, uh, please, um, any questions, any comments, any concerns, any hate, any uh, nude pictures, please send them to... um, No. Do not. Penthouse Platitudes. Do not. At gmail.com. Wow. Please, 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 if you're on iTunes, five-star rate us, review, uh, Podbean, or wherever you do listen to, whatever podcast uh, uploader you listen to, please give us a like, give us some nice, kind, choice words, and... um. Pass it along to your friends. Just, yeah, just um, continue to spread the word to your friends, your family, even people you don't like. Maybe it might be torture for them to listen to us, but 
thank you again. And um, we'll be uh, speaking to you soon.